Hello and welcome to the Bob Edwards Show for Monday, December 31st. Jamie Bing is the second son of the 8th Earl of Strafford. In his 20s, he ran a nightclub called Chocolate City in Edinburgh. The Guardian newspaper says Bing does dude like he's read up on it in a body language manual. So maybe he's just the guy to talk about Gil Scott Heron. Bing runs the Scottish publishing house Canongate Books, and he was Scott Heron's publisher and editor. Gil Scott Heron was an African-American writer, poet, and musician whose work was well-regarded in Britain and the rest of the world. He died last year but left a memoir that Bing published back in January. The paperback edition of The Last Holiday will be published in two weeks. For the full hour today, Jamie Bing on his friend Gil Scott Heron. His words are legendary, and his life, well, few know the man behind the 1970s hit, The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. African-American artist Gil Scott Heron has been called the godfather of rap by contemporary artists, but to some, he's simply Gil, friend, father, and revolutionary thinker. For others, however, his baritone voice is associated with years of drug abuse. However, this scant tragedy cannot eclipse the soul he put into great songs, nor his lyrics that now define a generation in African-American history. Indeed, Gil Scott Heron was a poet. His lyrical collections are in the thousands. He was also a published fiction writer long before he became a musician. But few know that he was also an activist who pioneered legislation for the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, alongside friend and fellow musician Stevie Wonder. My guest today knows the intimate details of Gil Scott Heron's life as his longtime friend and publisher, Jamie Bing. Together, they worked on a number of pieces until Scott Heron's death in May 2011. We're discussing Scott Heron's posthumously published memoir, The Last Holiday. The Last Holiday will be available in paperback on January 12, 2013. I met him in Edinburgh uh, in the early 90s, and I think it was 90, actually, and I managed to talk my way backstage after he had delivered this blinding performance with his band, the Amnesia Express, and uh, and I took with me a, a copy of a, a record, which it turned out he'd never seen before, even though it had one of his tracks on it. Um, his track shut him down, and uh, it was recorded in Reggae Sunsplash in 1980. And um, that got us... That was a great way to crack the break the ice. And